to Gaming Casual, the gaming podcast where we talk about games casually. I'm your host, Edge, and I'm joined by my co-host, Control Freak. Hello, hello. And Lightsaber Ninja. He's back from his expedition into God knows where, trying to find PS5 information that we all may have known for weeks now. No, I got all kinds of secret details, dude. I even know what it looks like. Oh, shit. Does anybody want to tell him? We'll let it be a surprise. Okay. And Twilight. Coming to you from the artist corner of shame. You were not in the artist corner of shame. My God. Shame. Oh, I thought she said TARDIS. The TARDIS corner of shame. The TARDIS doesn't have interior corners. I'm not familiar with Doctor Who. I don't know. It it does have corners. No, it's, it's circular inside. There's other rooms in the TARDIS that have corners. It's a skyscraper. Has rooms. It's a skyscraper. Don't you remember when the doctor fell into the pool? Which doctor? God. Nine, I think. (laughs) Yes. There are a bunch of idiots, and I'm in the artist's corner of shame. And we finally got light back. She's self-imposed in the artist corner of shame. Also, Podcat's here, too, and she's yelling at me. Again. No shocker. She, okay. she don't feed her. I. She has food. This is the best running gag we're ever going to have. <laughs> I guess. So, uh, we got a lot to discuss this week, so let's get going. Control, what have you been playing this week? Uh, Nothing too major. I've been going through my standard rotation, you know. Destiny 2, Beat Saber, Warframe, uh, picked up... Ice World, Fi- Ice World, Fire World boss? Basically. Uh, <laughs> I did end up getting... Because you had mentioned it before, saying you couldn't get it to work, but I uh, ended up getting the demo for a game called Ghost Runner to work. Uh, it's... Keyboard and mouse or controller? Keyboard and mouse. Is it complicated? No. And that's that's one of the things about it. I mean, it is a demo. They give you, like, you gain access to all of the core abilities you're going to have. Mm-hmm. One is a time slowdown while you're in the air as you're prepping to do your dash. You get a, like, little teleport dash thing. You can wall run. You get a little grappling hook. Uh, very basic, hardcore parkour. Mm-hmm. I've got a sword. I'm going to slash these dudes with guns. Well, about a month ago, I watched a playthrough of the demo. And, uh, shit, I just remembered a new game. About a month ago, I watched a playthrough of the demo. And just watching it, I don't know, to me, I was like, well, that's a game where, you know, I'll have carpal tunnel before I'm good at. (laughs) Uh, Not necessarily. Um, There were a couple of segments where it wasn't that it was necessarily difficult. It was just the enemies were positioned into a spot where I'm like, I have to land before I can actually slash them because I'm too far away. So you just have to get used to like jumping, doing the slowdown, waiting till they shoot and then dashing out of the way. Mm -hmm. Uh, So some of the mechanics don't necessarily go along with flow unless you're one of those like, hyper perfectionists that will play through a game 50 times till you can get the shortest time possible like speedrunners probably gonna have a blast with this game yeah it's definitely a game that like for the high speed action it looks like it's got a a bit of a learning curve but once you once you once it clicks it's gonna be one of those games 
Yeah. Um, The thing is, I can't necessarily say it is overly unique. Okay. I like the gameplay for it, the action for it. It's like, yeah, that's that's cool. Those are aspects that I have seen in many other games, even with the slow down while in air to dodge out of the way of attacks. Um, That's not to say it's going to be a bad game. I just don't think it is bringing anything outright unique to the table. I do like the art direction. I do like the style. And you know what? If it's 20 bucks, I'll probably pick it up. Well, yeah, because it 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 kind of reminds me of like Mirror's Edge meets Akane. Yeah. Almost just, just that game you can play for like an hour to kill time and try to get the best score you can in the hour. Yeah. Yeah, I, I can kind of see that. Um. But yeah, for for the overall, yeah, you know, if if I had to give it like a number score type of shit, I'd probably put it at seven to eight. That's not bad. Yeah, yeah it's, it's not bad at all. It's a good concept. It's a great art direction. It doesn't necessarily break the outright mold that is in existence, but I'd still play it's it. An indie game too, right? Uh, I believe so. I think it's part of that whole indie wave that's currently hitting steam for the start of summer and spring and all that uh it looks like it was it looks like it's made by like three different developers so That's we, it's weird. published by all in games and developed by one more level 3d realms uh and huh. uh oh the developer of bombshell why does uh, that sound familiar it was a isometric shooter that tried to have a female duke nukem protagonist oh yeah wait no i'm thinking of you're thinking of ion ion fury right i vaguely remember bombshell which pretty much just reminded me of other generic this is a guy with lots of guns going through a bad situation type of game making horribly shitty quips the whole time that aren't funny Nice thing but, about this game, yeah. your protagonist is apparently silent. Well, that's good. Although there is a voice in your head constantly telling you what to do. Mm-hmm. Well, that hits a little too close to home. <laughs> it's fine. He's just telling you to murder everybody. Yes. Fine. Yeah, it's not a bad thing. Um, different from life. <laughs> oh, it's just a Tuesday for me. Uh <laughs> But no, I have been looking, like, there was actually, I had a debate on picking up a couple of new games over the last weekend, especially because there's a bunch of new sales going on, and with EA shacking up with uh, Steam now, my only hesitation, if I have a game on Steam and I buy it, or I have it in EA, but I buy it through Steam, like... Is it at one point going to be like, oh, you have two copies of this game and I can't get a refund for it? Because I want to buy Titanfall 2 again. Because I think yeah. I can probably convince people to finally play it since it's not through Origin and it's through Steam. And Titanfall and so, 2 was amazing. See, the thing is, I think you still need Origin installed. I think it's like a Uplay situation. That's what I've been seeing and reading in the comments about a lot of these EA games. So I'm like... I have no reason to buy it then, but how do I convince my friends on Steam to pick it up? Yeah. They also had Dead Space 3 listed there. 
especially right now, considering Titanfall 2 is $10, I guess it's got a huge player resurgence since it's come to Steam. Good. I wouldn't be surprised. Which it, it, it deserves. deserves it. Titan Titanfall 2 deserves our love. I Yeah, the game was amazing. And with them closing up, uh, you know, the option for Titanfall 3 for the time being, like, we got to pull another Skate 3 with this one. Yeah. Yeah. Just just keep harassing them in all of the comments and all of the releases. Just so uh when's Titanfall three? Just one comment out of ten thousand. Where's Titanfall three? Titanfall two was amazing. Bring us a third one. Yeah, you know how you're hitting one of those uh eras where you're sorta kinda cool for a little bit? <laughs> where you're not fucking up every five seconds. Yeah. Um another one I actually debated picking up was Outer Wilds. Oh, yeah. I thought about uh, that one, too. As somebody who has never touched it, I recommend it. Yeah. I, I like the premise because it's basically, all right, you're reliving the same 24-hour period. Go explore this solar system and try and uncover the mystery of, literally, why are you repeating these days? Mm-hmm. Other than that, though, there hasn't been too many games that have really uh, sparked my overall interest. I mean, aside from SpongeBob SquarePants Battle for Bikini Bottom Rehydrated. For God's sake, if I see any more fucking ads for that, I'm going to lose it. <laughs> I don't oh, get I why. It's due. Uh, apparently back in the day, I remember when it came out, but apparently back in the day, a lot of people, like that was their intro to 3D platforms, platforms on PS2. Yeah, it's basically... Uh, Mario 3D. I mean, but keep in mind, you were on the on the PS2. You had the Crash Bandicoots that were coming out, but then you also had Jack, Ratchet, and Clank, Ty, the Tasmanian Tiger. Like the PS2 was inundated with just as many JRPGs as they were 3D platformers. Yeah, yeah, because I mean, can't forget Sly Cooper. (laughs) Yep. And just like all those, it's another uh collect-a-thon style yeah but i am happy that it's that it's back and it's it's one of the interesting corpses that thq nordic is reviving they just looked in their portfolio and were like oh we got this ip see that that's one of those ones though that even if i did decide i'm gonna pick this up and play it because nostalgia i'd feel weird playing that nowadays see i have the benefit of having children yeah, I don't. So playing a SpongeBob game now is like, is this wrong? Bruh, shouldn't be. What you but doing? It feels wrong. But can have I see though? Have a seat over there. They could have come out with a seat? new. <clears throat> they could have come out with a new SpongeBob game. Um, but I'm glad that they did this remake because of the era of SpongeBob it's from. SpongeBob brand for like 25 seasons. Um, oh yeah. And this this is from back before they started to censor ep- old episodes. Yeah, and there are genuine like the premise is dumb and the game is for kids, but uh there are genuinely funny moments in the Um Oh. Sorry, I'm going through like I'm going through Steam and its specials and I'm finding some that are like Actually, I was kind of curious about this game, even though its reviews were kind of crap. Uh, Generation Zero is on sale for like 50%. Hmm. Although I think that's only for the next 20 hours. 
Same with Sonic Generations for a dollar. It's a dollar for Sonic Generations. I was like, huh. For a dollar, fine. Uh, Sonic Generations is worth up to 10. I I mean, that's what it's normally priced at. So I was like, oh, okay. I don't think I'd ever actually play it, but... Maybe it's priced out on Steam, but man, you try to get that fucker on console... And that's one of those uh, GameStop never drops below 30 games. Is that kind of like uh, Sonic Forces? Yeah. Which actually is, is 75% more... off. Sonic Generations is more beloved. Yeah. But I'd say that they're all about the same quality. Forces, I kind of want just because you can build your own, you know. Hedgehog? Sonic Sona. Yeah. Sonic Sona. Call it what it is. Just call it what it is. <laughs> um, but actually, technically, Sonic Forces is ten bucks. See, I I'm just gonna say it. I heard Sonic Forces was crap because it's a 3D Sonic game. Well, it's like I mean, there's a it's a combination. Like there's 3D portions and then there's 2.5D portions. That's how generations work. Which yeah. makes me think of like one of the planets. Or one of the screenshots for it made me think of uh, Little Big Planet, where it's like layered. I don't mm. know. That was actually like as I was scrolling through, I saw that screenshot. I'm like, I'm not against 2.5D. No. But like, even with generations, people love it. And what I learned is the 3D sections still suck if you're not the type of person who's figured them out. Apparently, there's an actual flow to them. Hmm. that people enjoy i don't know and then the 2d sections didn't quite get the physics right and people used to say that and i never understood it because like with sonic 4 episode 1 and 2 episode 1's the only sonic game that i've fully beaten Hmm. and i remember playing it thinking it was fine but i go back to it now and i'm like oh no this this controls terrible (laughs) now that i've had my hands on mania i was just never a big sonic fan so like i I don't know. Sonic has just never been my particular cup of tea. Right. I just want to see him succeed. <laughs> I mean, it'd be nice if the Sonic team could pull their head out of their ass and actually make a decent Sonic game. But I'm not going to lose sleep over the continued failure of Sonic. Uh, if anyone wants to abuse themselves, Mass Effect Andromeda. Actually, I think the entire Mass Effect series is on sale for 50% off as well. I'm, I actually thought about picking up Mass Effect 1, 2, and 3, just being like, no, I will, I will learn to love these games that are so <laughs> beloved by people by just forcing myself to play through them. <laughs> that trilogy well, that... is one of those collections of games that I will never sell. Like, I'm keeping that forever. They also have the weirdest progression of gameplay, because Mass Effect 1 was super RPG. Yeah, that was that was definitely like Knights of the Old Republic style gameplay. Yeah, the the guns and, were not fancy, and the powers had stupid long cooldowns, and it was you know a lot of character building, and then uh, yeah, two and three was just the standard progression to waist high wall shooter simulator. Yep, and then Andromeda was some we tried to be some weird mix of both. Andromeda. And that was the thing. Andromeda, mechanically, was fine. Like, its core program actually was really good. 
It was the graphics and the story just fucked the pooch. Just well, it, burned it to the ground. And we've had the same conversation, you know, about Anthem. Good yeah. God, I forgot the name of the game. Like, mechanically, <laughs> Anthem is fine. It's it's not a great game. It's not, nothing to write home about, well, but it, it's fine. There, there are mechanical issues with Anthem, I would say. Um, my, like, my biggest issue with Anthem mechanically is the fact that everything is a load. Like, everything's a load screen. Yeah. You, you go to the hub world, it's a load screen. You go to a mission, there's a load screen. You can't go, like, the map is smaller than they promised. Like, yeah, there are so many games out there that were made for less made in shorter time, and had massive worlds. I wish, I prayed that Anthem would have been a good game. I loved the premise of it. I loved the art style of it. And then it came out, and I won't deny, I was heavily disappointed with it, even though I played the hell out of it. I think we all secretly wanted Anthem to not suck. Yeah. Like, I didn't want it to suck, because I liked the idea of, hey, fly around in an Iron Man suit and shoot things. Yep. Like, I liked the premise of the game, but at the same time, I was like, it's just going to be another Destiny. And then it came out, and I was like, oh, this is so much worse. Yeah, it didn't even, it couldn't pull off Destiny. Mind you, it had good characters and good, you know, like, uh. Yeah, its the, writing was good. It's yeah. writing was was really good, but it's gameplay was short and unfulfilling. Yeah. But we've gotten away from the what are we playing topic. That's again. true. Uh, Light, go. Uh, yeah, so I've actually been testing my phone's limits with emulators. I've been I've been playing a little well, what's sad is that I, I've I even have Dolphin installed right now just to see what I can do, despite the fact that PSP is chugging along and very hard to uh, optimize. Make work. Um, but uh, and then I ran I ran a, a test for my phone and the score was um, unbelievable. But yeah, I've been I've been getting a couple PS One games, some N sixty four games. Those all run fine. But the thing I find myself playing the most is Game Boy Advance. Which is just nothing for anything to emulate. <laughs> but here I am still playing Boo's Fury again. <laughs> but hey, uh, you get to you get to play Boo's Fury again. Like I don't I don't I'm see a problem not, with that. I'm never not able to play Boo. It fair, but not the point. Um and then I found a really fun uh Dynasty Warriors game on PSP that runs flawlessly. I think I, I own that. Yeah, I forgot they made a Dynasty Warriors game for PSP. Dude, they made Spider-Man 3, and it's literally the PS2 version. Full open world and all that. And I can't get out of that stupid tutorial section at the beginning because the frame rate is terrible. Uh, and uh, they also made a Def Jam game. And whenever I read I re it... That I remember. Well, they were like, it's a, it's a straight port of Fight for New York. And I'm like that's what i want and i grabbed that and it was garbage like the the i don't know what to do with it um but it was running at this real choppy frame rate and finally i was like well 
it's slow enough. I like it's super slow, but it's okay enough that I could probably progress my way through a fight. So I went to a main mission on it. And when that started up, the frame rate cut to 12 frames per second, but somehow moved at hyper speed. And I just Oof. watched myself get my ass beat. Oof. It's like hitting will fast say, forward. That I will yeah. say, like, not not about the emulator, just about the PSP in general. A lot of the games on PSP were just weird ports of PS2 games. Yeah. Because um, I know Midnight Club 3 had one on the PSP. Yeah, the dub edition. That, that God of War, and Killzone Liberation are the hardest things to emulate especially on lower-end devices. Uh, oddly enough, Killzone Emulation was the first Killzone game I ever played. Never played the first one. I tried. It's crap. Don't do it. <laughs> yeah, I played Liberation back when I had a PSP. Yeah. I should actually look and see if I can get that digitally for my Vita. Probably can. Probably, but... Wouldn't be shocked. And then, yeah. And then beyond that, I've been playing a little Hitman Absolution because... I'm pumped for Hitman 3, and I don't own no subtitle or two. Fair enough. I mean, are you... I'm a, I'm assuming you are once again enjoying your time with Absolution, yes? Yeah. Yeah, it's... it. it I actually like it more than I did the first time. Oh, and I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I, I gotta go back and play Hitman no subtitle and two again. Like... As much as I love, like, uh, Blood Money, I, I can't go back and play the old ones. They are way too clunky. I go back and man, play now. I can play Blood Money. I wish I had it. I think I still actually... I actually think I still have my uh, copy of Hitman Blood Money somewhere for PS2. Yeah, see, I, I need the HD remaster on PS3. Yeah. Or the 360 version. Oh, maybe, maybe that's what I have, is the HD remaster. I'll have to go look. Well, it came out on PS2, Xbox, and 360. Right. I have one of them, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. So, I'll have to go look. But, yeah, no, Hitman 3 looks dope. Yeah, I, I, I got nothing. I see some stuff on it. Yeah. It was a weird fucking trailer, so I guess we'll see. Yep. Um, You got anything else? Nope, that's all I've been playing. All right, Twy, you're up. Well... Mostly, I've just been playing Minecraft. And how is the crafting of the mines going? Eh, good, I guess. Sometimes like it, I like it. Just sometimes log on, don't feel I actually finished anything. You never, you never actually finish anything in Minecraft. No, because you'll you'll build your house and then go. Well, this actually needs a sunroom, and it needs another balcony, and it needs a castle, and I'm done. Well, I just spent the entire day draining a river and then trying to terraform the bottom of that river. What is with you and draining bodies of water? <laughs> it's like hey. a weird fucking obsession. Hey, I didn't drain any bodies of water in the last server. Yes, you did. I did. You drained a lake. No, I was making a lake out of a mountain. Why didn't you just go to a lake? Because I wanted Spawn to have a better view. She liked the uh, location of that mountain better than she liked the lake that she could find <laughs> well i eventually stopped trying to turn that area of spawn into a super flat world and went to your guys area to make it a beachfront and you didn't like it because it wasn't we had a beachfront and then you turned it into like 
a weird like plateau thingy. Yeah, we had our nice beachfront property. We were going to turn it into a resort <laughs> with jet skis. And then you buried Sedge alive. Yeah. I didn't bury him alive with Yes, you did. You absolutely buried him alive. He logged in and he was six feet under. I didn't do it intentionally. Like, I didn't know where he I logged off. Like Ryan, I felt like Ryan Reynolds in that one movie he was in <laughs> that I can't remember because it was dog shit. Yeah. <laughs> Moral of the story, don't play Minecraft with me. I apparently am very bad at playing co-op games. She's very I prone know. to terraforming. I never would And terrifying all of you. The, from the Sea of Thieves deboggles. Hmm. And also blaming Control and Shane for anything, anything uh -huh, related yeah. to killing. Deceit among us. Good God, it's a good thing. No, it, it's a good thing we didn't play Trouble in Terrorist Town, because she probably just would have shot us off the bat. More than likely. I mean, in my defense, 100 the one times I tried that. to give you the benefit of the doubt control, you ended up being the killer. Every time I tried to feel a bit of sympathy for you, you were out killing our friends. And yet every time I was innocent, you would outright blame me. Yes. So because obviously if I didn't blame you, you'd be the killer. Yeah, if the problem is you'd blame him and then we'd all agree and then he'd And die. I'd get shot out an airlock into fucking outer Hey, it's space, not my fault. Or... I'm very convincing. <sighs> and not every time I'm wrong. And this is why I can't have nice things. Because no, everyone you... else throws them out an airlock. <laughs> no, you can't have nice things because you play games with me and I don't know why. Sometimes I really feel bad because after I've done... out airlocks. I kind of really feel bad sometimes because after the game's over and I've had time to think on it, I just think, dang, I am a horrible person to play a game with. Wow, I'm an asshole. <laughs> That's exactly it. I should change this behavior before the next time. Does not do that. Well, I could think it, but as soon as the game... said behavior. <laughs> I could think it all I want, but as soon as the game starts, I end up falling back into what I find as fun, and just what I find as fun is just asshole as behavior. Have I ever told you the definition of insanity? <laughs> uh. And yes, I'm... Also, a horrible artisan should be in the corner no, of shame. You st stop it. Stop it. No. Only I'm allowed to make self-deprecating jokes on this podcast. That's not even self-deprecating. It's just played out fact. Someone paid for a commission. They even paid up front, and I haven't got it done yet. Yeah, Twy, he also, they also, okay, no, we're not getting into this on the show. We'll, <laughs> we'll talk about this later. Any, do you have anything else? Uh... Nope. Okay. Me playing Minecraft and me being an absolute horrible person to play any sort of co-op or multiplayer game with. That, that covers it. I disagree. I've played with worse. Yeah, randos. I'm not uh, a rando. No, I'm not talking about randos. Fucking I, I, randos. I... <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Wireless routers. I'm one of those people you actually have to invite into a game to get fucking randos. <laughs> fucking laser sights. Uh, and of course, you and I are the only one that get that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. 
Oh man. I mean, I'm not expected to get anything you guys say. Yeah, but that one you'd get less because that is a game that you wouldn't touch with a ten foot pole. Yeah. I mean, I've played a lot of games I probably wouldn't play otherwise, just because you bought them for me. Twy, I don't even think if I bought you Rainbow Six, I could convince you to try it. You got I'm me to play sure Gmod. The computer would melt. You also, got me to play yeah, Gmod. But Gmod's stupid and silly and fun. Rainbow Six is infuriating and angry and also fun. For you. For me. For you, you, got me to play a, you got me to play a shooter in Gmod. That's barely a shooter. It's a horror game with shotguns. <laughs> yeah, I pretty much anything that has a aiming function, I don't play. And yet you still got me to play it. Oh, hey, half of you guys jumped off the building for me. Thanks. Excuse me while I stab this last guy. I mean, the one time I was actually the, the one time I was actually the killer, I couldn't control which way, which way I was jumping and ended up jumping off a cliff. Yeah, you super jumped off the building. Yep. That was yeah. kind of entertaining. Because I don't think anyone even shot you. It's just like, no, no, oh I, crap, just... I fell off. Yeah, I, I, I jumped and tried to grab the wall, and turns out the grabbing function doesn't last very long. I end up falling anyway. Yeah, it's all based on your stamina bar. Yep. Yeah, I I am horrible at playing Gmod. The only thing I was actually good at was hide and seek. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's because you didn't give hints. I stood in you Press have to the tease I am here the button. people. No, you have to tease the people with your words. No one's actually listening the bush to the game. And, I was thinking the bush in the open, and you guys still didn't see me. To be, to be fair, fair those we're, bushes we're, are a bitch to see through. And we are. All I mean, I still found you when you were hiding in a bush. It's because you followed me. I mean, you were hanging on top of a wall and at spawn, and I still let you walk away. Yeah, yeah, I didn't expect you to turn around. I most didn't people, even see you. Most people <laughs> don't turn around. Most people are just like, all right, I'm going to leave now. So I, was I like, didn't turn around. I stepped away for a second, came back, and I saw your reflection in the mirror. <laughs> and you were just there. And then two rounds later, I did it again and got away with it. I think two rounds later, half the party was get was trying that method. I just guessed it on a whim, and suddenly, and suddenly, the people that were it were going back to spawn. Yep. <laughs> oh man. And I did Gmod. give hints. It's just that you didn't get the hints. Like me pressing the "I am here" button every second to the tune of "Getting Away with Murder." Again, no one actually listens in the game. I was trying to. Didn't we talk about this last week? Probably. Yeah, Probably. I think we told this exact same story last week. Yeah, but apart from Minecraft, that's pretty much the only thing I've played recently. Fair enough. I mean, all, all I have is uh, that's new is Last oh, of Us Part. Oh, wait, I did play one day of Kingdom Come while it was on free to play. Oh. Oh yeah, how'd you like that? Eh. It was weird. Very, okay. very weird. It takes a lot of getting used to, especially the fact that, one, your character cannot read. You have to learn to read in the game oh, by God. reading children's books. And then once you can learn to read, you can start reading alchemy books to learn how to make potions. But to make potions, it's got like the whole... 
you have to bring the water to a boil. You have to add a certain number of leaves. You have to let it steep for a certain amount of time, and then you have to cool it and all this other shit. And I was like, Am I making potions? God damn it! That's pretty much the same exact thing in video games. I mean, I was just having trouble with just the playing combat. Holy oh yeah, no, sword, sword fighting is also a bitch. Archery is the way to go. Yeah. I mean, I didn't even get to archery. Yeah, I'm really glad I didn't pick that game up, because that sounds like I would have thrown my computer through a window. Well, it was free, to, it was free for the weekend. The I was actually surprised, because Dead by Daylight was also free for a weekend. I was surprised Control didn't want to play it and invite everyone that didn't have the game to play. We have tried to get people into that game so many times that we've given up. Every time I try and get people into that game, I scare them away shortly thereafter. Well, I'm you do have a scary death, death voice. I'm the only one who will still play with him. Nah, Vex will play. Have, doesn't he have, like, two or three other people yes, that he plays we, with? We, I was just, it was a joke for the podcast. There, there are, there is a small handful of players that will play along with Dead by Daylight. Yeah. I mean, I was, getting all of them on I was, I was kind of waiting for you guys to say, hey, this game is free for a little while. Let's play. I even posted it in Shane's chat. Hey, this game is free for a while. Anyone want to play? Twy, are you looking to play Dead by Daylight? I don't have it. It was that, free for a weekend, that, remember? That can, that can be remedied. Hell, I, I think, think it's, it's still on sale. on sale. No, I think I think it's still it on sale. It is still on sale, yeah. Yeah, it's still 50% off. Yeah. 60, actually. Oh, even better. It was that. We're supposed to be doing a podcast, not trying to get me to play a game. No, eh. this is the let's try to convince Twy to play a game part of the podcast. <laughs> That's hmm. not even part of the podcast. It's not part of the podcast. Also, we need to move on. <laughs> Shane, it's your uh, turn. <laughs> I, All I have is The Last of Us, and we played a little bit of GTFO, but that went poorly for me every time. Hey, we um, at least finished once. We did. Thank you, Pancake. If I know you're never going to listen to this, <laughs> you glorious German bastard. But, yeah, no, with Pancake's help, we made it through. I think he's German. He sounded German. Kinda. He He's from that area of Europe. But, yeah, no, that was, that was fun once we actually figured out what the hell we were doing. And I mean, we the... still don't fully know what we're doing, but we, no, we got but... a better idea. Yeah. We made it to the almost end the first time. Yep. So that was better than we ever did before because you would used to be we didn't even make it past the first security door oh man so yeah uh and then i played last of us part two and i don't really want to get into much on that like the story wise i'll say gameplay wise fantastic takes everything good from the first game ups it by 11 adds awesome ass rope physics the things you can do with rope in that game are fantastic um i mean the stealth is good because you can hide in the grass dogs suck i tried i tried so hard to not kill the so far dog. and i had to not because i couldn't distract him for long enough to get through the fucking door hmm. because apparently that door is just nope it's gonna take you a minute to open it Bastard. If only you could make, like, sleeping gas or something. Yeah. No, that'd be... Oh, uh, I could've used... 
I have stun bombs. Could have stunned the dog. Anyway. <laughs> and now he realizes how he could have gotten a no dog kill run. Yeah, but then the stun bomb would have alerted the people that the dog would have alerted. Yeah, he would have killed the people by then. Yeah, honestly. That, I that's what he was trying them. to do for like the last half of that segment when he was trying to barrel his way through was kill all the people, distract the dog, and open the door, and the dog would always just show up. Yep. All I remember is him although, being sad of hearing the dog whining. Although, well, no, because that thing that Light brought up a couple weeks ago about how each person has their own name and will mourn their friends. Yeah, I shot two people, and the dog just walked over and started whining over their corpse. I was like, oh, God. <laughs> it's almost like they're actual people who actually had a pet. If only they weren't murderous psychopaths. I yeah. mean, at that point, are you the murderous psychopath? I mean, We're aren't we all murderous, murderous psychopaths? We're, yeah. <laughs> I, I will say, as my last bit of, as my last thing to say on Last of Us before we go to break, the people who are review bombing this game because of the thing that happens. The thing. The thing. We're just going to refer to it as the thing to avoid spoilers. The thing that happens is getting the game review bombed to hell, apart, you know, along with the other stuff in the game. Is it the sad thing or the surprising thing? It's the sad thing. Ah. Let's not let's not get too close to what the thing is cuz I no, we still we won't get too close to the thing. But it, people are review bombing it because of the thing and because of Ellie and her preferences. Why am I tiptoeing around that <laughs> issue? Everybody knows Ellie's gay. Ellie's yeah. a lesbian. She has a girlfriend. Yeah, and that's apparently pissed a lot some people off. Why? Because goddamn liberal. I think she got a kiss in the they, DLC. Yeah, but when they first did that in the when they did the kiss in the DLC, uh, there were a couple of uh, safe outs from the developers where they explained that. Well, we don't even think of it as being gay or straight. It's just you grow up in a world, and so you just love who you love. I mean, that's pretty much how anything sequel, should be. Well, yeah, but then in the sequel, they're like, well, no, she's actually gay. Either right. way. Yeah. <laughs> Either way, review bombing a game because you don't like something that happens in the story, or you're an asshole. Not a good reason. Because the game's pretty great. I, I will say I don't particularly care for the fact they made it more open world, but... <laughs> That's just because you got so lost that you had to rely on your horse for directions. Well, no, it's because it just <laughs> seemed like needless padding, that's all. You got so lost that you just had to rely on which way your horse was going because the horse knew where the plot was. I didn't rely on where the horse was, I was relying on where the map was pointing. <laughs> you brought up the horse, I wasn't relying on the horse. The horse at least knew where to go. Yeah, the horse did know where to go. But <laughs> you did. Anyway, that's all I'm going to say on Last of Us because we got uh, quite a bit more to cover after the break here. So we're going to play some promos from some other shows and we'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. I'm Harrison. I'm Jordan. Well, I'm Harrison. I'm fucking Jordan. All right. And we're, we're the, the Grief Rio, Rio Podcast. Podcast. 
Let us be your unnatural Sherpa guides on this existential plane of mountainous game and movie exploration. And don't forget about that spookiness that lives within us all. But mainly in you, you spooky bitch. Oh, damn, I'm offended. We've been voted the best podcast to listen to by many. By many? That means a few. That's more than one. This ought to be very. We'll see you on the next episode of Grief Burrito. Yeah! Yeah! Wonder Soul. Wonder Soul. Hey, I'm Lucas, the host of Wonder Soul, a weekly podcast series featuring a variety of topics dealing with life's many passions and experiences. Join me and friends each week as I discuss topics ranging from pop culture to real life conversations that all can find relatable. New episodes bring new guests and new topics and release every Friday. More content can be found on Wonder Soul's YouTube and Twitch channels. Stay up to date and connect with Wonder Soul through social media by following us on Twitter and Instagram. And we hope that you enjoy Wonder Soul wherever you listen to podcasts. So do good and take care. And welcome back. Hope you guys enjoy those promos. Go check out those shows. They're pretty cool people. All right. Uh, so... Light wasn't here last week, obviously, because we sent him out into the wild, and then he got lost. Uh, yeah. So he lost. wasn't actually able to give his thoughts on the PlayStation 5 event like we were. So, Light, PlayStation 5, what do what did you think? Yeah. It's a uh, thing. It was a... <laughs> it was the first, like, real show throughout this whole summer gaming thing that felt like uh, E3. Because yeah. there was actual spectacle. Yeah. And it started off real dumb with GTA 5. And all their little interstitials that were like, don't forget we're revealing the console got annoying to me. Oh yeah, those little like the interlude videos of the pulsing, like, X and square and all that shit. Yeah. 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 But I got to say, like, we've been talking a lot, and we're talking about how this gen is PlayStation's to lose, which I don't think they will because I think we're in a generation where whatever console you have, you just want the next one of. Yeah. It's a little, it's a little disappointing. That's helps me with all of the consoles I have. I, I'm yeah, sorry, but, PlayStation still has the better, like, system exclusives to Microsoft. I mean, PS4 does. This next-gen is going to be weird. Yeah, because all of Microsoft's exclusives are coming to PC. That doesn't mean anything. It means a lot, actually. No, it doesn't. It means that you're still playing Xbox no matter what. But I don't need to buy an Xbox to play it. But that's their point. Their point has been that you don't need to buy an Xbox. Because nobody bought the last one, so they changed their entire fucking paradigm. But anyway. So, I watched a, a few of the console reveals. PS2, PS3, um, PS4. In preparation for the, the PS5 event. And all in all, I got to say, it, the PS5 event is just a standard generic Sony uh, launch event. And yet, I think that they did it so well. And then the fact that the, uh, the previous Microsoft 
event was so bad. Comparing them was this was this was Sony's thing. Like the this was their E three moment. It really felt good. Yeah, um, and the co- and the console also, was like, dope as fuck. Yeah, I'm a big fan of it. That motherfucker's huge. Have you seen the comparison videos yet? Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. my god. That thing's going to be big. It is as thickness as the launch PS3, but even taller. And it's clearly meant to be stood vertical. Uh, It needs a stand for both vertical and horizontal. Yeah, well, of course it needs a stand for both, because what the hell is it going to do? Rest on one of the weird wings? Maybe. Look, Uh, don't judge its popped collars. When you take the when you take the uh, the disc drive out of it for the digital edition that they surprised us with, it um it reminds me of what a futuristic three sixty like launch three sixty would have looked like. It reminds me of a router, a modern like one of the, one of the fancy routers you buy, not the ones yeah. that you're just given by the fucking cable company. Hmm. Yeah. But um, I was really happy that they announced the digital version because now Microsoft kind of has to unveil Project Lockhart. Yeah. Like they can't, for being the company that's been all open this whole time, like that's the one thing that they haven't mentioned at all. And so for Sony to be like, yeah, we got two SKUs. Well, you're, you're fucking... You're your move, turn. Microsoft. Yep. One of the issues, though, with the whole thing, since I've had, you know, this extra time to think about what was unveiled and talk to other people about it and stuff, is that I'm a little worried that it's going to take a while before we see something that looks next-gen, and that in these early days, a lot of this is going to be about how it feels. Yeah. Like, Ratchet & Clank is the tech showcase for Sony's SSD pathway. And yet, I don't think a normal person would watch that and go, oh, it's streaming in huge levels instantaneously. Like, that don't mean nothing to them. Yeah, no. We're we're not going to see what the PS5 can actually accomplish for at least another two years, I think. Yeah. Uh, I've talked to a few people who thought that all the games look like PS4. And I'm like, well, no, there's no way it could run on current-gen consoles because of this, 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 and this. But it's all little tiny things that nobody actually gets. Well, and that's the whole thing. You're not going to have the layman looking at that and going, oh, yeah, you can't do that on a PS4. No, everybody's going to look at it and go, well, graphically, it looks just like a PS4 game. What the hell is so much better about it? Like, yeah, even though, even though like they're doing things like uh, Ratchet and Clank had the ray tracing and stuff like that, people just don't notice it. Yeah, well, and that's the whole thing with ray tracing, anyway. You know, that was a big selling point of Battlefield Five was that it had ray tracing capability. It's like, look, if I'm staring at a car, going, "Oh my god, I can see myself." Do you know what I'm not doing? Paying attention to the fucking game. Do you know what's gonna happen to me? I'm going to get shot in the brain. I was about to say, you're not paying attention to the 556 currently going through your 
gray matter. Yeah. That's uh, another interesting uh, bit was Gran Turismo had a showing. And if you watched it on live stream, it was compressed to hell and only running in 1080p when apparently the game runs 4K60 with ray tracing. And it's one of the most beautiful games. Uh, no, I, b- I believe it. I mean, all racers are. Yeah, but I mean, but it it's just funny that what they displayed was terrible. Look, I I group racing games in the same boat that I group like you know Madden and NBA in. It's like, listen, your game does not have to be that intensive. If it doesn't look the prettiest it possibly can, you have fucked up, sir. Yeah. Unless that was your intention, was for it to not like look super realistic. Yeah. But like. Especially for a sim racer in the, you know, trying times we live in. Speaking of which, did you know that they just held the uh, uh, the 24 hours of Le Mans in iRacing? No. Like, the official 24 hours of Le Mans was just held in iRacing. I pay attention to real racing even less than virtual. Uh, I, I've just been, you know, watching stuff on sim racers, so I get... Google tells me things. I mean, mm-hmm. that is definitely entertaining. Yeah. Because super cool, because people were streaming it on Twitch, so it's like, I was watching uh, one of my streamers that I watch, and he just, you know, fucked off for a kit for part of his stream while somebody else was in the car that their team, like, in control of the car that their team had. Huh. That's cool. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So you you're digging the PS5? Of course, man. I'm I'm real pumped about next gen this time. Cool, cool. Uh, all right. We got some game announcements to talk about now. Oh, real quick, I want to give my pricing predictions. Okay, go for it. So I do want to say, in the time that I had come up with this, there was an alleged Amazon leak on the price. But oh, yeah, that, yeah. I did not look at it. I've been blind to it. And then a couple days later, it came out that that was fake. Oh. So uh, I think that the PS5, uh, there's there's two ways that they're going to go about this. The They're either going to do the PS5 with a disc for 600 or... Yeah. No. Uh, 499, 500. And the um, the discless one for three hundred to four fifty. Yeah, or, sounds about right. Or they're going to be the same price, with the digital only version giving you at least a terabyte's worth of storage space, since you uh, they've already announced that the base PS five gives you a uh, eight hundred and seventy five gigs. That's a very specific number. Yeah. I I mean I that's kind of in line with what we said last week for the pricing. Yeah, we know that it'll be pricey because it's one of those reveals where they showed off uh, a remote control. Yeah. Anytime Sony tries to pretend that anybody's going to buy their media remote, it's a pricey console. I don't know, the way they revealed all the all the gear for it made it seem like that shit all comes in the box. Huh. <laughs> 
It kind of it did, didn't it? I didn't think so at all. Oh, see, I, I definitely had a little bit of that feeling from it. But, all right, let's, let's talk games. Because I got one I want to talk about first, because we got the gameplay for it last week after we recorded. Okay. Star Wars Squadrons. Hmm. So we got the announced trailer two weeks ago. We got gameplay last week. And... Holy fuck, this is everything I've ever wanted from a Star Wars flight game. Yeah. Like, in the trailer itself, you know, they show off the fact that you can unlock more components as you play, so you actually get that shit from just playing the game, as well as cosmetics. Yep. You, you can basically do the maneuver where you kill your engines flip around and gun your engines again, do a 180 degree turn and burn and blow up the guy who's on your ass or get blown up if you're me. Cause that's going to happen every time I try to pull that maneuver. So help me God, if I do a 180 degree flip and I'm not still moving backwards at the same speed, I'm going to be mad. No, but... that that's, that's what happens. They've said that that is what happens. Like they, they, they said that in the trailer, or in the run-up to the trailer. Because yay, vacuum. Yep. So they're actually going off of physics here for this. Props to EA. Yeah. Took them long I, enough. Dear God, we we haven't said that in years. But yeah, props to EA for listening to their fucking fans. Hmm. I And I kind of get why they're making the game $40, because it looks like... At least on launch, it's only going to have two game modes. Dogfight and fleet battles. Yeah. And I highly doubt there's going to be a lot of map variety. And it's 5v5 in an era where everybody's about how many players can you cram onto every map. Yeah. Which I know some people are disappointed about the fact that I can't have a 50-person fighter wing, but... You know, I know that that's what a lot of people think that they want, but I think that this game is going to be... Well, yeah, because I think this game is actively going to require you to... You're not going to just be able to get really lucky. Yeah. And just go on a kill streak because you happen to be coming on again from a good angle. <clears throat> yeah. You know, and you got behind five different guys and just wiped them out. No, you're going to need some actual skill. Plus, it's fly. not going to be a, a series of teams of lone wolves. Like, you'll have to actually be a teammate. Yeah, you, you'll actually have to, like, have your squadron and your wingman and stick together. Or if you are a lone wolf, guess what? You're probably going to die. Yeah. Even if you are really good, one fighter going up against three fighters, unless you are the godliest of gods at flying, you're going to get your ass kicked. Because mm -hmm. one of those three is going to get on your tail and blow you to kingdom come. Just my opinion. Yep. I'd like uh, to talk about the 13 remake. Okay. You can talk about that because I honestly didn't remember what 13 was until an hour ago. 13 came out uh, on the sixth generation of consoles, PS2 and Xbox. Uh, may have been Xbox only. I don't remember. Um, 
It is a cel-shaded first-person shooter based off of a French comic book starring David Duchovny in the lead role. It is a very stylized game. Uh, it didn't have the best of AI, but it did have dope-ass moments uh, where if you score a headshot, you get a picture-in-picture comic book style of the person getting shot in the head. Just all kind of crazy things. It's a game that did okay, but the very fact that like they're doing a remake for it, it's as awesome and ridiculous as both the SpongeBob game getting the remake or if like they announced, if IO Interactive announced, hey, we're doing a, a, a remake of Freedom Fighters. And I'm just really excited for it. Fair enough. I mean, I, I am I am glad you are excited for it. I, I wish I had remembered that game or ever, you know, or ever played it. Because it looks, looks pretty dope. But it's it's just not one of those ones that ever crossed my radar because I never, I never owned an original Xbox. Oh, there's not a whole lot to really cover. I have I just remembered something that I wanted to bring up to you. It, it's part of the podcast now, anyway. So we have our feelings on Tencent, right? Uh huh. You remember how PUBG ended up uh, suing? Uh, Fortnite for copying them. Oh, yeah. Okay, fun fact. Tencent owns a stake in PUBG now. Oh, good. That's probably why it died down. So you can't play either without giving money to Tencent. Uh, yeah. I thought about right. that because I, um, I was originally going to talk about the System Shock remake, and that reminded me of the System Shock 3 game that Ten cent just bought. So I, I didn't hear about that honestly. I brought it up on pod a little while back. Yeah, I I vaguely remember you talking about that. Yeah, Tencent and then the final... just wants to get their finger in every cookie jar. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, it, hell, they basically own Riot, so they own League and Valorant. Yep. Yeah. They uh, they also own Epic. Yep. And then I guess they own the parent company that owns PUBG. Um, or a piece of it, or something like that. Yeah. Uh, Phantom Covert Ops, a tactical stealth first-person VR game. Looks really I... cool. Stars David Hader as the villain. As the villain? Yeah. Neat. Yep. I thought for a second this was something in the same genre as Phantom Doctrine. Which was oh, like... I don't know. It, it was like basically Cold War XCOM. Oh, okay. Yeah. Maybe. I mean, the villain is a Rusky. Oh, God, they have David Hayter playing a Rusky? Yeah. Oh, boy. Well, he's a voice actor. I know. It's really but good. I, I, they they did a demo of it a while back where they showed uh, an opening mission where you're 
in like a, a oh what are those called a kayak a kayak yeah yeah i just i just watched that trailer after you mentioned it your dude is kayaking through an enemy base yeah that's like the tutorial mission where they teach you how to shoot out lights and shoot guys and shit and i remember watching that months ago and forgetting entirely about the game but i think it's on the verge of release now So it's a hundred percent a VR game, though, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah. The graphics out. also replicate that fact. They don't look bad, but you can definitely tell it's like, no, this is a this is a VR game. It's like an early current gen first person shooter for graphic. I mean, all right, fair enough. I'm on board with it. Uh, let's see here. We talked about Horizon 2 last week. Light, do you have any thoughts on Horizon 2 you'd like to offer? Yeah, it looks good. All right. Um, we already talked about Mafia Definitive a couple weeks ago. I'm just going through your... I want to, yeah, I want to point out the Mafia Definitive I did is because that's the uh, newest trailer for Mafia 1. Okay. Um, yeah, most of that I don't have more to say than looks dope. Yeah. Uh, I do want to, they announced a new Pokemon Snap. Yeah. new Pokemon Snap. Which, that kind of came out of left field for me. Everybody. Yeah. But, I mean, super dope. People People have been asking for a new Pokemon Snap for... Longer than people have been been asking for Skate 4. Yeah. Oh, wow. Nice transition. Yeah. Before we get to Skate 4, I do want to point out, at the end of the Pokemon event, which, besides Pokemon Snap, had nothing. uh, But at the end of it, they said that they were going to do... The head of Game Freak was like, this week, like talking about the week that we record and release, they're going to unveil something new. And... Much like a few years ago when they were originally planning that before the Switch dropped and, and, you know, things got switched around at Game Freak. uh, Back then, behind him was all Gen 4 stuffed animals. And everybody's like, they're going to announce the Gen 4 remakes because we had had Alpha whatever, Ruby and Omega Sapphire. Yeah. And um, that obviously didn't happen because we moved from the 3DS to the Switch, the Wii U failed, all that. This time, he's announcing a new game, and behind him were all Gen 2 uh, Pokemon. And so I think that we're going to see a Let's Go, because they're definitely, with the with the DLC releasing for Sword and Shield, they're not going to announce what the next mainline oh. Pokemon is yet. Right. Uh, so I think we're going to see another spinoff of the Let's Go series set in the Johto games, which would be a remake. Of Gold for, and Silver. Yeah. And another I, remake of Gold and Silver. I think that it'll be Let's Go Pichu and Let's Go Meryl. Because I can't think of other Gen 2 Pokemon that people oh, would love. I mean, me what? personally, I want Cyndaquil, but... 
You don't, yeah, I was about to say, you don't think they're going to do Let's Go Cyndaquil and Let's Go Chikorita? No, no, I think it's going to be in the same vein as the Let's Go Pikachu and Let's Go Eevee. Yeah, it's not going to be the starters, so. I, I, I want Let's Go Furret. Hmm. Just because it would be, you know, subverting expectations. Let's Go Wobbuffet. Yes. That would probably sell. I'd buy the shit out of that. Let's go Wobbuffet and let's go Mudkip. Uh, Done. Just for the memes. (laughs) Just for the memes. It would sell out everywhere. Absolutely. But yeah, Uh, let's let's get into skateboarding. I I tried that once and uh, no. I don't I don't have the balance for that. I want Skate 4. They've announced Skate 4. I'm happy about Skate 4. I'm also yeah. happy about the Pro Skater remake. So I'm happy that you know the inner child in me who who wants to skateboard but the fat adult that is me can't will get to skateboard again. I'll tell you what kind of pisses me off with the Pro Skater is that the demo only happens if you pre-order. Like, you only get access to it if you pre-order? Yeah, you only get access to the demo if you pre-order the game. And the demo is the warehouse. And that's exactly what they did with Tony Hawk HD, which wasn't that bad, but, like, that was the demo, was the warehouse, and anybody could have it back then. And then back in the day, I fucking got the demo for the warehouse on a free disc from Pizza Hut. Yeah. Or, so the men, or Game Informer back in the day when they had the demo disc. Oh, yeah. Or, yeah. you know, just buying any IDOS game would give you the IDOS demo disc. Yeah, or the official PlayStation magazine. Yep. But, yeah. And so that bums me out. Um, it's also kind of bittersweet. They're doing a, a decent Tony Hawk Pro Skater, finally. It's a remake of 1 and 2 again. Um... But Tony Hawk had split ways with Activision. And now he's back with them. And and I'm just a little bummed because the rumors were EA was building a Skate 3 mobile game uh, to gauge interest while Activision was using the Tony Hawk IP and Tony Hawk himself was building a, a skating game. And now it turns out that no, Tony Hawk's skating game is going to be Activision's skateboarding. Yeah. Um, Also, you know what pisses me off the most about the statement you just said? (laughs) EA needed to wanted to release a mobile game to gauge interest when literally every E3 at every EA event, where the fuck is skate for EA? Yeah. Oh, we need to gauge interest. Guys, no, you don't. You have interest. No, they didn't. It's there. Uh, and clearly the announcement for Skate 4, like the go-ahead, the green light, was so new that even the lead developers have nothing to say on it beyond it exists. Yeah. And so I think it's kind of obvious that Skater XL and then the announcement of Tony Hawk kind of lit a fire under EA's ass. Well, and Session. Oh, I keep calling it Skater XL. No, Skater XL is a game. I and meant then there's session. session. Yeah. Yeah. There's session, skater XL, and then now, you know, the the big boys are back in the ring. 
Okay, well, I meant Session, the game that has been, you know, yeah, previewed all week. Anyway, Session, though, is a uh, 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 full sim. They didn't even program tricks. No, they didn't. Well, and they so, did. Technically. Well, it's all physics-based. Like, it, it's based on how your feet move. Yeah, I know. It'll I've, it'll I've recognize the a trick. You just can't. It's not a button press and you do the or trick. A, or just yeah, one but flick what of I'm, an analog stick. Yeah, what I'm saying is that the way that they program that game, it's all physics-based. There is no you flick a specific button and your board does something. Like, you, you could do the same move twice and it change. Um, But anyway, Session's going full sim. We know Tony Hawk's going to be full arcade. And then Skate 4 is that sweet spot for all of us. And the one thing they have said is that they're going to focus on uh, user-generated content. For Skate or Session? Session. Okay. Wait, I'm sorry, Skate. Uh, Skate's going to focus on user-generated content, which I think, like, even now, if you load up Skate 3, like, there's still a, there's still a community. Yeah, I mean, there, so I think there... that will be what sets Skate apart. I think that there is room for all these games, but I think Session will be the cult sleeper hit, and Skate will be obviously the mainstream one. Plus, Skate will have all the, you know, bells and whistles of a triple A title, where Session is an indie title. Yeah, although they did a real good job putting it on Switch. Sessions on Switch. Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't even know that. I have it on PC. I'm very bad at it. Like, really bad at it. Nobody's good at it. Yet. <laughs> Fair enough. All right, mm -hmm. uh, do we have anything else? No. Control? Uh, I can't think of anything off the top of my head, at least nothing that's more uh, interesting than what we've already gone over. Oh, yeah. Crash Bandicoot 4. Oh, shit. We almost forgot to talk about it. Not Crash Bandicoot. The the big thing. Big um, thing? The mixer, mixer. thing? Yeah, oh, the mixer thing. yeah. Yeah, I mean, so... I, I guess, yeah, it's technically a big deal. I mean, it is for people who... Podcast, I mentioned how they always forget things. Yeah, for for people who aren't aware, um, Mixer, which was Microsoft's answer to Twitch, I, I don't know... The the, fuck down. Yeah, they're just shutting the fuck down. And um, I guess people found out via tweet. Yeah, what I had heard, or what I've read, is some of the, like, major names for Mixer are racists as yeah. are their support staff. And that all kind of came to a head resulting in a, yeah, we're just going to shut our doors. Interesting. Good luck. Yeah. Uh, they said, oddly enough, uh, one of my, one of our friends shared this on Twitter. They said something about how the people who stream on mixer are their slaves or something. Damn. Along those lines? I I don't know. Don't quote me on that. 
But yeah, no, some shit got said and Mixer basically was like, well, instead of dealing with this, we're just going to close and sell ourselves to Facebook. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, because so, Facebook streaming is so yeah. high key. The the shitty th- the shittiest thing about it was like people didn't get an email or a warning. It was like a tweet they put out. You've got a month to figure your shit out. We're closed. Yeah. Basically. So a lot of people who are, you know, made communities there and were making their livings on Mixer now are trying to scramble to get to Twitch or some are going to Facebook. I'm sure some will go to YouTube. Yeah. And I, when I first heard about it, part of me was like, man, that sucks. And I do feel bad for them. Another part of me, and this is probably more of the asshole portion of me was like, this is why you shouldn't try to make your living off of streaming. I mean, it is a it is the dream goal of every streamer. Even myself. I mean, you and I both stream Sedge, and both of us have that end goal dream of maybe someday I will be able to make a living doing this. But, but- at the same time, putting all your eggs in that basket when any of those companies that do provide the streaming service can just boop. Yeah. It, 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 there is so much, so much risk for that possible reward. So I feel bad for them. And, but at the same time, I'm like, this is why I will never quit my day job. Yeah. And I mean, well, we all know I'm working towards a different day job. So, <laughs> uh, but yeah, so I, I just wanted to touch on that because that's kind of big news because we know some people who used to stream on Mixer, yeah, and now have since moved back to Twitch. Oh, before uh, this. Ninja's going Ninja. back to Twitch, which made me laugh. Whoop de fucking do! Oh no, he and had a. I think he did a press conference about it. I. I never watched I it. I saw the, I saw like a screen cap of him standing behind a podium and I started laughing. Yeah. I I have never liked Ninja. I think I followed him for a while just to you know, try to get better at Fortnite from watching his videos. He's a pretentious prick. He is. <laughs> and no, I don't care if he ever hears this. Um Yeah, I don't really care if he comes the back. The fuck do you Twitch. say to me, you little shit? 1v1 me, bro. No, did you no. ever see the clip of him actually screaming that at someone on stream? No. Yeah, there's, no. a, there's a clip of him playing a game. And you know how sometimes in a, when you get a kill, you'll hear like the last blip of that person speaking. And yeah. there is a clip of him screaming, the fuck did you say to me, you little shit? And oh. during one of the Fortnite like international tournaments or whatever, someone actually had a boombox with that recording and played it to him and he just leads over he looks over he's like you kiss your mother with that mouth and the dude just hits repeat (laughs) oh that's great uh but yeah to uh you know to our friends who are over on mixer i hope you guys succeed like i hope you were able to keep your communities and continue your success do we have successful friends on Mixer? I don't know. I barely I follow. Think, <laughs> I think we do. 
Didn't you say Jay came from Mixer? Yeah, she came but from Jay, there, but she jumped she came ship from earlier. Mixer, but she jumped ship earlier. Hmm. But all right, so that we're gonna wrap it up there. Uh, thank you for listening, everybody. Um, for the things what we do on the internet, check out the description below. Uh, follow us on the Twitch, Twitter, all that to get updates on the show and our thoughts on some random stuff when I remember to get back on Twitter. Uh, anyway, take care, everybody. Good night. Bye-bye. Peace.